Uh, you can go right now, G. We are in there, ready and active. All right, thank you, sir. Um, Freakiest episode. <laughs> I tell you, I started to bring a sex worker in here. Or just like somebody with the, <laughs> Dog, some I type can't of. I tell you, I would enjoy your show with you, but you're not going to nail me to the cross. I'm not going with you. No, no, no. I don't expect you to take the same diet as I take. Oh, yeah, man. I'm out of here, man. Fuck. <laughs> as soon as she walked in, I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. Have a good evening. <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. I'm out of here. Nah, um, I started to grab somebody who like, I like a sex uh, educator, like somebody like a oh, sex yeah, therapist. Yeah, yeah. Or no, like that's that. dope. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, you said sex worker, like, yeah. Well, I wanted to have one of those too. You pet her for a time. No. Hey. She's on the clock. What are you talking about? You Bro. take my bitch off the street. Then <laughs> it'll be playing. <laughs> you gonna pay my bitch for her time. Nah, but it's, uh, episode sixty nine. Episode sixty nine. Yeah, sixty nine. Uh, fucking, I was talking to Jacoby the other day, and yeah. he he posted and he said, uh, "Oh my god." He said, "OnlyFans is for niggas who get who get turned down by uh by prostitutes." <laughs> and I made a joke, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I tried to call the bride, make an appointment. The bitch yeah. told me no, and to quit asking." <laughs> and I was just joking, and then hella people was like, "Yeah, see, nigga Reese, we knew you we, was. We knew you was. Yeah, all right, yeah. right it was like, yeah, you said you got deposit. the forty. <laughs> Direct deposit. <laughs> Direct deposit for the poom. No, sir. Well, uh, again, this is episode sixty-nine. It's the Reese show. Uh, I'm Reese. I got my man really, really here. In the building. Got my guy, Al Rankin here. What's going on? Big rank, bigger ranking. That's my guy, man. Ruggle struggle. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing pretty good, bro. How do just, I get my beard to grow that long and shit? Man. I'm trying to get it to that point. I don't cut my shit just because it grows so quick. Really? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's no use. That's because I literally cut mine down like probably like, this is probably like three weeks. Really? It really is. I cut it all the way down and then I'm just letting it grow because there's no use even playing with it. I'm just mad jealous. My shit don't. Yeah. I'm telling you about these two points. They connected right here, G. I'm full bearding it out. You gotta stop wearing those guards when you eat it. You just got. You just eat the whole thing. Just eat the whole thing. I got you. <laughs> when this when this Corona's up, <laughs> I'm gonna find my I'm gonna find myself face deep in some shit. Then you connect it. It'll get you connected. You know what's crazy is that during the whole uh, because of COVID nineteen or coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, um, I know that. Um, Listen to one of the bros talk earlier. He said that you know some of these women just been mad freaky. Still. Man, it's been coming out. Like, yeah, bro. They've been um real anxious and real adamant. Even if they're not shooting the shot at you, you can just see their fat, their uh, passion and what they want to do. And oh my god, it's all over the timeline. Yeah, and it goes man, everywhere. Just like the song said, the world has too many freaks, bro. Yeah, it has yeah, too so. many freaks, bro. It has too many freaks. And see, when there's options, you go places. They ain't gotta really, you know, put it out there. But now it's shut down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They can't get to it. They want to get to, and bro. maybe he's not coming through, or maybe. And a lot of relationships have failed in this quarantine. Uh, yeah. People that are stuck together all the time, they ain't really compatible, you get to see. Yeah. The ugly sides you didn't want to see. Well, the bad thing, the downside to that is that, um, just on the old show this morning, they were talking about, uh, he had a, had a lady on there, and they were talking about uh, domestic violence and how yeah. there's been a 400% increase in domestic yeah, violence man, cases. Man, it has been. It's been really bad. Um, yeah, we just had a young guy killed by police officers respond to a so-called DV situation. Do you know anything about that? I only know what I, I've read. Yeah, I've only I, heard. Yeah, just I do. Shit. It's um very sensitive, but um you know, it was a DV situation. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how you put it, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he was wrong, she was wrong, but I think how the police handled it was definitely wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you come somewhere with silencers on your guns and um Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, you're coming to kill. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're not coming to detain someone or or control the situation. So, just the end result of this man dying, and he had his daughter in his arms. That's he what I heard. He shot him in the neck when his daughter's in his arms. Like outside, and he could have dropped the baby. In Genesee, Ross, on Genesee Park. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, um, horrible situation. Uh, rest in love to to him um, and his family. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys have any peace. Or you know, I know it's hard right now, but I'm sending love to you guys, and you know, and um, hope his daughter doesn't have, you know, she's gonna have some trauma. You know, Don, course, how old was she? Do you three. know? And that's old enough to remember something. Yeah, yeah. Of my course. daughter's just four and six, and they remember hella shit that yeah. I'm like. So you damn, know, they're um, four and six now. Jesus, yeah. man. So rest in love to 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 a young man who lost his life, and um, I hope his family finds some peace and solace at this time because only you can you can you can't tell someone how to feel or how to grieve. Just pray for them while they do it. So right. Yeah. Um, I th- I just I think it is kind of important to state. I mean, again, without knowing the details from what I heard, of course, it's a very unfortunate situation. You know, somebody lost their life. Um, apparently there was a DV victim, was the mother of the child, was that what it is? I heard that, you know, she was dealing with domestic abuse for years, and I'm not trying to shit on the, the memory of the man. I don't know him. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the family or anything like that, but, you know, I think that in times like this or situations like this, we can't be so quick to be in an uproar with the police or with, you know, whoever comes, you know, because we don't necessarily know the situation. And so I think, you know, it's just best for us to kind of, like, kind of pipe down instead of, like, pipe up, you know? Yeah. Because uh, we don't know. You know what I mean? None of us were there. Yeah. None of it was documented, I don't think, unless they had body cameras or something like that. Um, Most likely did, yeah. There's yeah. a recording, too, that you can actually hear. Oh, um, really? Yeah, them approaching, what the young man's saying. So, oh, is it out? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, did you? Okay. I want to um, yeah. see it for myself just to be able to, you know. That recording's up. You guys' episode was up. Still on Facebook. Okay, so we'll share that uh, on Facebook. I think I shared it this morning for the watch party. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I mean, you know, rest in peace to him. You know, it's still unfortunate. That's why he lost her life, obviously. And I hope that um, his baby girl can, you know, find some yeah. peace and solace as she grows, you know, and, man. and get some type of counseling. I hope the family's okay. The stories would become sometimes, man. That's yeah. Wild. Yeah, 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 definitely. But, um, yeah, there is a huge increase in um, the joke I cracked earlier about people not being compatible. It really is a situation where you're figuring out who you're with. Right. It's really a time of we have to be compatible. You know, it's the Stone Age, basically. You know what I'm saying? Going back to where you're sitting in your home, you're only going to certain few places, um, not really interacting with a lot of different people. So all the anxiety, all the anger, the sad, everything is just getting built up unless you're doing things to exhaust it. Right. But um, a lot of people are coming in contact with not knowing who they're with. Mm-hmm. That's you a know, big so, thing. Yeah. That's a big thing just because <clears throat> in relationships, a lot of the time I'd be thinking like, you know, I want to be in, this is just how I roll. I want to have like some type of foundation, some type of friendship or something, just so mm-hmm. when shit like this does happen, you're with your partner. Yeah. You can right. talk shit, you exactly. can joke around and exactly. stuff, but if it's just strictly on some physical stuff, there's only so much, only so much fucking you can do. No, seriously, only yeah. so much you can do that can cover us what, you, what else you need, right. and what you desire, especially when it comes to the mental game. Mm-hmm. Never sitting around each other, you know, what, what are you into? What do you like? What do you want to talk about? You know, right. What else, you know, can we talk about the bottom of the ocean? Like, you know, shit like that. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. What else can we do in this time to pass time and also get to know each other, if not knowing each other and be compatible? So it's definitely a trying time for sure. What's crazy is that at the beginning of this whole thing, everybody was like, you know, quarantine bay this and quarantine bay that. But it's like. I ain't seen that shit in two months. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen quarantine bay. Quarantine nay. I didn't see like, yeah. Cats are getting tired of each other, man. Um, but, I, but I do think this is a, it's a. It's a really good opportunity for you to get to know who you're with. You oh, know what I'm saying? It's a good sure. opportunity for you to know who you're with. Um, and it's to rediscover something. Like, no, you know, seriously. watch new TV shows. I, people give me recommendations for new shows yeah. all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, I think if, if I was quarantined with somebody, I'd be like, yo, let's watch a nature show. No, seriously. Like, let's watch, you know, uh, Blue Planet. Let's watch, you know what I'm saying, something like that. Well, I've been something, sewing. I could actually sew pretty good. Can you? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's not. You just yeah. started that? Yeah, really. I just started. I did it a little um, in high school a little bit, but just was like, let me see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 
I was like, okay, I'm putting shit together. I, I saw my my daughter had this blanket she was born with. Yeah, it's in pieces now. Okay, so I've been sewing that up, getting my practice, and it actually looks like pretty decent. You know? That's tight. Yeah. So. Who else was doing that? Uh, the homegirl Paris Ramsey, um, sewing some shit up the other day. She's going. Uh, she said she's going. Oh, the um, butt knitting. Twins, right? The what? <laughs> the, they both wear diapers, man. I love them. Oh yeah, my yeah. stack sisters. Okay. Nah, nah this is, this is, <laughs> my sisters. There's a whole wagon back there. Yeah, they dragging the wagon. I love you guys. You guys uh, be prosperous. <laughs> yeah, bro. She told. She said she made me a blanket. So That's we're gonna see. Up. Yeah, I told her I pay her for the materials and Let's get go. shit going. Yeah, I mean, just a, a time, bro. I when I heard what people were making off the uh, unemployment, I wanted to lose yeah, my job my so bad. I got mine too. Yeah, I yeah. wish it's a pretty penny, fam. I wish I was said, getting benefits unemployment. February 2021. I said, oh, shit. I'm about to lose my if job I feel tomorrow. like being a nigga, like lazy. Hey, look, I got, a re- I got a review tomorrow yeah. with my manager at 2 o'clock. No, listen. I'm if I'm not satisfied. <laughs> get, can me right now. Isn't there like an extra six or extra yeah, something? Extra, extra 600 on top yeah. of what you qualify for unemployment. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the point. So my, my, um, every, my weekly yeah. check's been, been nice. You know what I'm saying? Um, my friend who does construction, he's a, um, he actually a journeyman now and an uh, iron worker. Mm-hmm. Working, but he went back to work. He was today. He was like, "Was it who Bigham? Nah, Giza. Oh, okay, Jordan. Jordan? He's like, yeah. yeah, he's like, bro, I'm not making like I'm making the same as what I was making on unemployment, bro. I should just yeah, I, I came just, back to work. Yeah, I mean that's the jug for some people yeah, right now. It is, it is. He said he's making the same. He making a dollar more of unemployment, but not that much of working. He was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, I mean at least you can own your time. With yeah, the unemployment. exactly to get stuff done with your time too. That's fucking that's wild, true. man. Um, I want to um. We got a couple of topics I want to break into, but I do want to take an opportunity to shout out uh, ETC Tacoma. I'm actually looking like a fucking walking billboard for these fools right now. Yeah, you always wear their stuff. You always show them love. My yeah. club 907 shirt. They're not at 907 anymore. Okay. My guys and the hat uh, as well. But um, they are doing a food giveaway. Uh, That's what's up. Like a food drive on Wednesday. Okay. What is that? Today's Monday, right? Yeah. yeah okay. So Wednesday, um, they're doing a, a food giveaway out in Tacoma. Um I talked to Daz earlier. He was supposed to send me the details, but as soon as I get the details, I'll um, I'll send them out to everybody. If you're in the Tacoma area or just maybe one of the surrounding areas, um, you know, maybe you guys just stop in and get some food. I know a lot of people right now are struggling. If you're not getting unemployment, you know, if you're not, um, you know, able to sufficiently provide for your families or whatever it is, or if you just need a little bit of extra maybe to give so somebody dope. else. So dope. You know, there's a lot of people out there with kids, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'll play, uh, people's kids are uh, home from school right now. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, just eating up. And today, excuse me, today is Teacher Appreciation Day. So I know, take, Teacher Appreciation Week. Uh, week. So take your time and appreciate the teachers. When they go back to school, whatever is next fall, whatever, send them with a gift. Send them with a yep. gift card. Or something, because now you see that your little angel is a little motherfucker. Ain't no angel. Yeah, ain't yeah. no angel. You yeah, see yeah, yeah. how hard it is to teach these lessons and the re- being repetitive with the the curriculum. Like, so show the teachers some love, please. This yeah, is what you, you must. It's part of the lessons we're learning with the teachers. They don't make enough. Right. So you know that we've been doing that though. We've been doing that. Yeah. But it takes certain things like this. Oh yeah. To yeah. where the parents are now like, damn. Yeah, because we have. I mean, Al's a teacher. Which is why yeah. we yeah, no, come parents, and speak. Parents get a certain appreciation with like. Okay, I'll I'll call you about a certain situation, and now you're experiencing it at your home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now, when I call you next year, whenever school opens back up, you have kind of an idea on what we do with what your child's doing. Right. Yeah, that's what's up. So I wanted to talk to you, Al. You work in the Seattle School District, and I wanted to talk with you about how this whole COVID thing has like changed education. Um, you know, or what do you foresee, you know, happening or, or what kind of what you guys are going through now? What's your experience been like working through this whole pandemic? 
Um, it's, it's actually just been pretty interesting trying to just find out where people's motives lie because mm-hmm. working in like the Seattle school district, we have all these provisions and all these like thoughts that are supposed to further us. Mm-hmm. But when the rubber hits the road, AKA COVID people kind of forget about what they're supposed to do and just trying to appease to politics or whatever else is driving how we are educating the children. And mm-hmm. so that, that part's kind of been kind of frustrating to me, but you know, just really just adapting to being online mm-hmm. and really just like holding you 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 kind of have to hold parents responsible just as much as the kids, right? Because Guaranteed. because shoot, you know, like Reese, you know, we spoke about it. Like I only could I, I'll show you a cup, a straw, a whale, or whatever for you to drink this water. But if you ain't gonna drink it, I can't do nothing for you. Effort right. is free, right? You know, like so parents really. I just beg of them to try to realize that it's their kids' future on the line. And mm-hmm. in my particular position that I work in, by the numbers, like six or seven out of my kids out of 10 are going to see some type of confinement. And mm-hmm. so it just really makes it important to stress educating your kids. And it just, with technology and all that stuff, it kind of perpetuates the opportunity gap, which is plaguing you know, black people all over the country, but especially in Southeast Seattle, certain sections of Seattle where, you know, our black people are now. And so mm-hmm. just really trying to um, <clears throat> drive this shit home to parents, man, because it's tough and just really hoping to have the higher ups like the superintendent. Like if we're going to say we're going to be unapologetic about black boys, let's be unapologetic in front of politics because mm-hmm. that's who we need to be unapologetic too yeah. right it's not the parents and shit because they rock with us right it's it's the uppers it's the and i like Inslee. i to me personally insley's been doing what he's supposed to do governor insley yeah yeah gotcha and so you know not necessarily him but just whoever is under him or whoever is running like in olympia doing education just right we have to think like okay this is time when we have all that northwest shit that we talk about being progressive yeah. Let's really, just you know. And live on it, yeah. Right. Bruh, and that's what it is. And, you know, my bad for just speaking like that. But no, no, no. It's a podcast, it's, man. It's shit that sure, just. It's the re-show. You talk like that. It bothers me, bro. It bothers me. So are you, um, are you seeing, like, a lot of parents reach out to you and be active and uh, just be involved in their kids' education? Um, I am. I am. I'm seeing, like, you know, there's different strokes for different folks. So there's some parents who are doing what they're supposed to and have like the support systems, and that's really what it's about, mm-hmm. is support systems and just the word systems makes me think that all this stuff that we're wanting and wishing, systematically, it's been built so we can't do it. Really? And so okay. a lot of the systems that we have in place, man, it's just really hard. But but parents do reply, and then other times I feel like I'm a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. Knocking on your door, right, calling your right. phone, texting you yeah. like, hey, uh, your child needs to do work, you yeah. know? Right. And, giving them fake threats and shit, but... Are you guys counting, like, attendance and assigned homework, things like that? Um, Yeah, they have certain things where through, like, your school or the district, and since I'm sped, like, I have something, like, totally different that I have to do, but just keeping track of when we contact parents, lessons and shit that we're doing for the kids, Mm -hmm. um, ways that we're meeting, and so just doing that kind of stuff, but my attitude is kind of like, if you check my calendar, 
you can see all these meetings that I'm having with students and stuff. So, oh, you guys are sync through Outlook? Yeah, okay. sync through Outlook and sync through Microsoft Teams right. and stuff because yeah. can't really rock with Zoom. I hate like that this. app. I hate oh. that app. And it's stupid. The and, Microsoft you know, Teams app? <laughs> fucking hate it. It's tough, but. <laughs> they got us on that shit. I hate it. Oh, your job? Yeah. Do not turn like your it. camera on. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's the Zoom meetings. They be trying to do that shit. And to that's me. the cold hustle. Turn Everybody, your camera on. People Every... be having their cameras off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm at the house still, man. I'm, like, I'm working from my bed. They were like, Reese, if you don't turn your camera on, it implies that you're not active or you're not participating. Yeah. I know my mic is on, fam. I just don't want to turn the camera on. I'm still, I'm here in my bonnet and my, my robe. <laughs> right. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, my uncle went through that. Um, he got into it with one of his supervisors because they're like, turn your camera on. He's like, I'm in the room. Yeah, my shirt off. Right, <laughs> like chilling. I'm not gonna get dressed. You can hear me. Turn it. Yeah, exactly. Back and forth, and then so he turned it on. He's like, "What's up? What's up?" Like, just what's so you can see me. Yeah, you look at me. I'm fucking in here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he really had a shot of uh, Jameson. And he was like, I can't even do. What I was gonna do, man. Shit. I've done that a couple of times. I had a bottle sitting right there. Like, what do you want, bro? Yeah. And I'm not trying to invite these people into my bedroom either. Like, yeah. This is my space. You yeah. know. What I mean? And that's the cold hustle. Y'all got. I got like a little spot. Where anytime my camera's on, you're mm-hmm. gonna see the same shit in the background. <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna be, it's not no tour of my no crib stuff over here. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. you might see something that you shouldn't. It's exactly. hella invasive, bro. Just, exactly. nah. Hey, is that an yeah. ashtray? No. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm telling you, the other day, I, they, they were like, Reese, can you turn your camera on? I'm telling you, bro, I had it in a bonnet and a robe. What's popping? <laughs> hey, everybody. They was like, you can turn your camera off. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> it's right, okay. Reese, yeah. Ten four, buddy. <laughs> But um, I, I do think, um, just getting back on track, I, I do think that uh, more parents should be involved. I know, like I said, with Summer being involved with Rainier Scholars, um, I always advocate for her to talk to uh, her classmates. And like you were saying, you and I were on the phone earlier, talking about the social aspect, you know, students being still communicating with their friends, still communicating with their classmates, uh, being active, doing the work while they're on Skype or Zoom or whatever, yeah, FaceTime, any, any one of those things, you know? That's a big thing, just because the social aspect, like, I don't know about y'all, but shoot, that was the biggest part of school, you yeah. know, and just being able to operate as just a human in society because, you know, schools are just like a microcosm of society. So right. being able to operate in schools and stuff and just for the kids who might not have that inspiration to do the work, like we talked about, like, you know, shoot, if you have someone like a summer who can inspire somebody or anybody who mm-hmm. can inspire like another kid inspiring a kid like hey let's do a little bit of work and then we can get on super smash bros and share right. the screen and right. get it in or whatever mm-hmm. you know and just trying to think of unique ways to get the um get the children involved that doesn't always involve the parents because i also understand that life happens you yeah. know and yeah parents always can't be the parent, the teacher, the counselor, this, that, you know, just everything. They also have to be parents because shit, right. for me to be a good teacher, I have to also have Alex time. I right. can't yeah, just yeah, be yeah. a teacher. Man, and it's, it is wild that you say that because I'm used to going to work, coming home, getting or going to work, picking someone up from school, and then, you know, going about my day like that, you know. And even, mm-hmm. even with that schedule, it's like summer. I know you want to play and talk and crack jokes and all this shit because you think you're the funniest kid ever. Give me an hour, G, just before I cook dinner. Before we jump on this homework, before we do all that, just give me an hour. First off, she is kind of funny. You're just a hating ass dad, bro. I'm, I'm not. The shit about nostalgia, that shit had me in tears. Did dog. you see that shit that I posted about Summer uh, <laughs> saying she had nostalgia? What was it that she what? heard or seen? So we were watching, so the other night we were watching a movie. We, I turned on The Great Mouse Detective, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is giving me nostalgia. And I was like, 
Like, you're 11. You ain't no goddamn nostalgia. And she was like. She's been here before, though. And then she was like, I got memories. And I was like. Season. She's like, I got memories. I do have nostalgia. And I was like, spell it. And then she spelled it. That's what I'm talking about. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, you can't argue with you now. (laughs) (laughs) You got nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. You you got nostalgia, kid. And then, like, she's on this tear where she stole Rahana's uh, pinata. She said it's a it's a llama slash unicorn <laughs> hybrid, and uh, she says a llama corn. She named it Escobar, and she told everybody in the house that they can't touch it. Hey, bro, do your thing. But yeah, kid's weird, man. I had a weird kid. She's weird. Yeah, she's yeah. She just thinks she's funny all the time. Yeah, she cracks. Up. Sometimes I be like, dog, shut. You're talking about doing stand up. Fuck so. up. Yeah, you just, but I told her, like, you know, you got to time it. So we've been watching stand-ups together now. Like, that's been a thing, yeah. you know. And even though, like, some of the languages, you know, a little course, subject matter, shit like that. But I was like, if you're going to be cracking jokes at the rate you crack jokes, you need to learn timing. You need to be loaded with it. You got to be coming back to back. Like, yeah. I got this right here. Answer, snap. Boom. Come on, man. Have it down, you know. But, like, one of the things that I've been doing just as a parent is, like, finding more ways to bond with her. So uh, Streets of Rage 4 came out on PS4 just last week. And I was like, that's that was my introduction to video games with my dad. You know what I'm saying? Sega Genesis. So I was hyped to call my dad and tell him, like, yo, me and you played through this game when I was a kid. The new one just dropped on PS4. Me and Summer are about to play through it. So we played through, we beat it. And it was dope. And she like loves it. And then she now she just wants to play all the time. And I'm like, here, here's the controller. You do that, I'm going to sleep, take this nap. She's sitting on the floor <laughs> playing the game. Like, you know, have at it, kid. I can't, you know, my motor don't run like it used to. But just finding more ways that, you know, bond with the kid, you know, learn her more. You know what I mean? Spend more time with her. And she's been at that. I mean, she's at the house every day. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, you're going to just find more ways to bond with your kid. And you'll find different shit if you're an involved parent. You know what I mean? And that's the importance that's a big of being. If, Hello. Brother. Yeah. Hello. If you're, if you're active involved. I, I see really with his daughters all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Man, got to. I have to be their go to. I got to be the guy. You yeah, got to trust me. I impress you the best I can. So, no dude can impress you easily. Right. So. I was about yeah. to say I don't even got any, but just just what you said, yeah. you got to do it just so they yeah. they don't see no other Joker who. Yeah, but you, you got know, nieces though. Oh, hey, and hell yeah, man, and you know those are my partners, and yeah. I really yeah. try and you know just show them how they're supposed to be loved, and just give them examples on mm-hmm. you know what to do, mm-hmm. even though I might not do all the right shit. It just is. They just, but they don't know that though. I could create the mirage. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna know. I see, and I see Jess and True going crazy, oh, just yeah. being at the house with five kids. That's hey, nuts. Hey, five is a cold number, man. I, you know, it's a big tip of the hat, and you know, whatever y'all need to do to make the village work, hit me up. Yeah, because there was five of us. There's five of you guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do people chose to have big ass families like that? I don't get it. I really don't get it. I mean, oh. I think it's on some just like old school shit. Just like when you do have a big old family, like the Come more on, people man. you had, the more work you could get done, or the more probability of something coming in. I don't know. Yeah. I can I can see that. My I mom, can... she got pregnant three times, had six kids, so I can't blame her. <laughs> yeah, bro, she I'm had not twins every time. So I'm not doing that, and that's wild yeah. to have twins every time. Yeah, and she had the only sets you had. She had two boys, two girls, a boy and a girl. Yeah, so that's wild. Yeah. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit. Actually, a lot of it, because this is episode 69. I just want everybody to know, I'm not sure who out there is aware, but Tiana Trump's uh, contract with Vixen is up. She is officially a free agent. I know uh, I was a little excited about that, because it means she could freelance, create her own content. That's what's up. However she wants. Yeah, yeah. bro. I paid a little bit of attention to that. Okay, yeah. She announced it today. It was a big day for me. All right. Yeah. My forearms are, uh, are sore. <laughs> 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 now, have you, uh, she got any walls? I don't know. 
That girl's been through some things. <laughs> <laughs> She's been hey, through the, the <laughs> somebody, trenches. So everybody like kind of like dreams of or like envision sex with a porn star. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. Mm. I just feel like they just know too many tips and tricks. No, they're doing this. Bro, listen. You know, both of you guys know. You work out with a motherfucker in the gym that gets paid to work out. It's different. It's different. It's different. Like, like I yeah. worked out with, with yeah, Fluke yeah. not too long ago. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. shit ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? So you work out with a motherfucker that gets paid to work out. Yeah. So picture fucking somebody that gets paid to fuck. It's, it's going to be different. Oh, man. They're you might feel you like out. nothing. <laughs> Sit in the corner with your little cover and cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm just a boy. I'm just a, I'm just a boy. boy. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I don't know anything. Just imagine. Could you date a porn star? Uh, no. Nah. You don't fuck with nobody says no. Yeah, no, I'm, that's a hard no. I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it either. No. But now the question has become: Would you date somebody with an OnlyFans? That's been the question that I've been seeing. It is, it's fifty fifty for me. If I met this person and they're in this lifestyle or like this, then I have to accept it. Obviously. I'm about to say you have no choice at that but point. But if you're with me already, like, I'm gonna make OnlyFans. No, no, you're not. Let's get an online class and, and go to school. <laughs> you gonna take this mic? You take the mic back. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, she she might not have never been in uh, OnlyFans before COVID. And dudes like, yeah, go get it. So now they're business partners. Yeah. Mm. Players yeah. Club, right? Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. But well, he was a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I just came I, here to dance. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I just came here to dance for y'all. <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. But I, I would have a fling though. With I, mean, I, I, I dated a stripper and all that. So I mean, like I said, if I meet you like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you can't say you want to be wife of material and then now I'm hoeing or now you know I'm on OnlyFans or whatever. Would you be on would you be on her OnlyFans though? She was like, I needed a uh, a male model. Like if, she, if like having sex and shit? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I wouldn't want her to fuck anybody else. She wouldn't be my girl. No, no, no. I'm saying would you be on it though? Like if your girl had the OnlyFans <laughs> already popping. I'm just saying, dog. No, I'm not a cuckold. You're not a, hey, you're not a cuck. Yeah, come fuck my girl. I'm just going to watch. Wait a minute. myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, that's not your girl yeah, no more. Yeah, nah, not at all. Um, yeah. Nah, but, um, I know we're in quarantine. You may not have nowhere to go, but you got to get think, out. Yeah, I would. I would. As long as you ain't, ain't on the camera and I see my face, I don't care if you see my face. One of the bros did that, actually. For real? Okay, yep. that's what's up. I'll, t- I'll tell you who it is. We'll right. jump up here. Right. Yeah. So, so a model on OnlyFans, is it just like a meat model or just... Just a meat model, basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like you're just a... You might like... Your face might not be shown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you cut at the neck, just cut me off. I don't yeah, care yeah, about yeah. the meat and the body and all that. You Remember can... I told you that I went... Uh, when I was in LA, uh, Misty had the dude in the house? Yeah. Right? So... Uh, <laughs> Missy called me. She was like, "Yeah, like when the whole quarantine shit's over, like come down and shoot and all that type of shit." And I was like, "Okay, what are you trying to shoot?" Because last time we did it was just girl on girl, yeah. right? She was like, "Oh, I'm with the dude, whatever." And she sent me a clip. It's the same nigga that was down there working it out last time. First, I had two I had two feelings. One, oh, I'm glad the nigga's consistent. He's yeah. still knocking those out. Yeah. Second of all, I don't want to see this nigga fucking, bro. I don't <laughs> see this. Nah, I don't want to see this. You want me to get the ass and balls angle? No, I'm good. <laughs> nah. <I'm not. laughs> I set up some cameras, bro. Strategic places. <laughs> Fast forward. I just come. I just come hit record, and I just leave the room, not directing no dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, so we talked about the out out of shadows doc. You get a chance to I watch it early. Chance, nah. Have I'm you seen it? Do it tonight. I haven't even seen it. Man, so out of shadows is wild, dog. Mm-hmm. It's a documentary. It only exists on YouTube. I don't know if they could put it on Netflix or anything like that. Probably not the shit you told me. Yeah. So they start off. It says, "Dude, he's a stunt man in Hollywood, um, and he's just talking about how." Um, Oh, man, it's how do I even? It's a cult. 
he starts talking about the occult. He starts talking about how, you know, like a lot of people in Hollywood like are in the occult. He starts talking about all these different famous people, you know, who are involved in like the uh, the Church of Satan. It starts talking about how Hollywood even got its name. It's like the the Holly trees um, were like used for witchcraft or you know spells and things like that. Like in a in a ancient Greece, yeah. he started talking about like the, just the inception of Hollywood in itself and how the CIA over the years have been using these movies to like influence the public. Same things that we already know, yeah, right? Yeah. Things oh, that we've talked yeah, about, yeah. Uh, you know, quote unquote conspiracy theories yeah. and, and things like that. But it goes into detail and talks about how uh, even like the land, like for Disney World was uh, purchased by Disney with the help of the CIA, how they helped uh, through different uh, like shell companies and whatnot, purchase that land and, you know, built up for the, the sake of influencing children between the ages of one and six, or it was like one to eight, something like that. Yeah. So they started getting into like talking about all type of government experiments like MK Ultra. Uh, they start talking about um, how, like, all the Nazi scientists, uh, Operation Paperclip, like, a lot of these science, Nazi German scientists after the war were brought over here to America. Their records are falsified, and that's when they started experimenting on humans, um, you know, with, like, LSD and just yeah. all these different things. So you get really into detail, and then it takes a crazy turn, and they start talking about Pizzagate. Do you guys, are you guys familiar with Pizzagate? Uh, you familiar with Pizzagate? Oh. So they start talking about the child sex trafficking ring, right? And like how all these people that were in Hollywood, like big names, like through uh, Jeffrey Epstein, like children. Wasn't it that shit Oprah was tied to yep. loosely? Yep. Okay. Hella people though. Hella people. Like it's nuts. It's wild. And um, I think one of the, the uh, journalists, um, I think it was uh, Rona, Rona Allen, I believe his name is, Woody Allen's son, um, like was an investigative journalist, a reporter who like brought a lot of this shit to light. You could Google it, bro. Like it's Pizzagate, and a lot of people didn't take it serious, but it's wild just seeing how many people were tied to, you know, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What is it? Uh, pedophilia. They get into all that, bro. Uh, the Church of Satan. It's, I mean, it's, whew, it's nuts. It, it really is. That shit seems heavy, bro. Uh, it is, and it's only like an hour and fifteen minutes long. Mm. So I'm, I watched it this morning. I'm like, damn, they packed all that into this, you know, and. If, if you've seen the, the status I posted on Facebook earlier, like, uh, white people always seem really surprised at the behaviors of other white people, but that's really their history. You know, if you think about going back to, like, even ancient Greece, you know, or uh, Rome, Roman days, you know, like, little boys were made to be playthings for, you know, like, the whoever was in power at the time, you know? And so those traditions have carried over, obviously, until now. They just mask it better, hide it better, you know? And it's like, I'm not surprised ever at things white people do. Oh, no, man. No. Like, never. I'm never surprised. That What's so funny is, you know, my mom works for um, Child Protective Service for SPD. Mm -hmm. And so they had a meeting with the city, and um, there's professors that come in, and, you know, they do some mental evaluations and um, different things to see where you're at and see if you're capable of doing this job. And so, so funny, it was, um, I can't remember, it was Heritage. It was some course, and the professors in there, and um, it's, you know, a lot of different mixed races there. My mom right. just asked them straight up, like, hey, what do white people do? You know what I'm saying? What did they create? And the lady was like, you know, I was embarrassed. And this is a professor. She's like, we didn't make anything. Right. I looked for I looked for culture and what our culture is, and we don't have one. Right. It was really embarrassing. I was like, because I've always said that. Mm -hmm. You know, but it isn't just me having my niches of being a black man and knowing what I know. But when I heard you know, that a white woman, a professor, said it like, hey, right. I was embarrassed. We didn't really make shit or do shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Shit, she enlightened. Yeah, everything's yeah. a conqueror. You know, we have no culture, so. That's just deep. So anything that's created now was for an agenda and for a purpose, whether, you know, matter what it was, you know. So that shit doesn't, it doesn't really shock me that that was going on or that's going on. 
Because mm-hmm. honestly, it's a lot that we couldn't explain or don't know because of the places where people are and the influence they have. And these government groups that have so much power and control, you know, mm-hmm. they want to keep the narrative the same, you know, in the U.S. They, right. They yeah. really want to keep us back. And when you have the power and control and, like, the systems that allow you to, like, maintain your power and leverage your power. Right. That's hard to beat, man. Yeah. That, that's really hard to beat. Especially when you have people in certain places that are uh, really influential, right? Like, they have, like, one of the guys, he's uh, in the Church of Satan, but he's, like, some high-ranking official on some on the security team for, like, the NSA or something like that, you know? It's going to be kind of hard to... Uh, one, remove that person from their rank, you know, from their station. They've been there 15, 20 years, you know, and then a lot of things that they agree with, you know, like their sphere of influence, they just put shit under the rug. You know what I mean? Like, and then when you have so many powerful people, like Ricky Gervais, he hosted the uh, Golden Globes last year, I believe it was, and he kind of made some jokes about it. And you look around, like, the room of, like, all these celebrities, right, and the actors, the actresses, a lot of people aren't laughing. Like, a lot of these people are like, yeah, like, feel embarrassed. I'm saying they got called out in such a public space. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. You know, niggas is nasty. So, <laughs> you know, you niggas is out of pocket. Like, this is really what it is, you know. Yeah. So, like, it's just, uh, it's wild, man. I, I, I really recommend you guys. And it's uh, called Out the Shadows? Out, out of Shadows. Out of Shadows. Yeah. You know, I'm going to check that out for sure. Yeah, nah, it's, uh, it's on some wild shit, I'm man. Watch out the library so they don't come track my um, number. <laughs> <laughs> Your IP address, they still <laughs> shut you down. And I wanted to have, uh, man, I wanted to have, uh, so we're supposed to have Mac from Macanella. I feel like just like the third time he done flaked. I mean, not inviting this nigga back no more. But uh, he was supposed to be here. I want to talk to him about the medical industry because he works at a hospital. Um, and talk about, you know, how COVID was. And I, bought, I even bought a little mask, man, so he could show me like how to properly put this joint on. And you know saying, like, how it's supposed to, because people be putting it on upside down or backwards and shit. I bought it, so you can show me how to do it. Do you got one in there? All right. Man, I just, I left my Starburst in the car. I didn't want to bring him in because I didn't want to, uh, ooh, not share with niggas. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I want everybody to look at me like, what is Starburst series? Um, <laughs> got a couple of uh, music recommendations for folks, man. My guy Black Soul's album is dropping this, uh, yes, sir. this Friday. Guy. Black Soul, what's it called? Uh, hold on, let me look at the, the title before I get it wrong, before you kick my ass. <laughs> I pre-ordered the album. Uh, it's called Take Your Time. So Black Soul's releasing his joint with the Mellow Music Group. He has a great partnership with them. They put out the singles already. It's only $9.99 on iTunes. Go cop that. Uh, Rich Off Mac and 2. When I bought that joint, too. Uh, the homie Choice and, uh, and RJ. That shit's going crazy. That shit's fire. Mm-hmm. That shit's fire. Yeah. It's going crazy. Um, Sacrifice and Rinse and Repeat, besides the singles, are some of my favorite ones. Really? I like, um, what's the last joint on there? Woozy? Woozy, yeah. I like, I like Rinse and Repeat. I like Woozy. I really like the um I really like the the intro. It took me a while to realize that the intro, like on the beat switch, mm-hmm. I know it was the same song still. So that shit was tight. So go cop those. If it's your people, man, spend the ten dollars, man. Yeah. Spend the ten bucks, buy your people shit. Or stream it till you can't stream it. Stream it, yeah, stream, stream it as sale, much as you possibly so. can. Yep. I um I actually pre ordered um Black Souls vinyl too. So I'm, I'm trying to start like a collection of. Yeah, okay, so you got I a nice little vinyl collection when it comes to. Um, yeah, so I got. Local, yeah. I got Dave's joint blue, that's on vinyl. Um, I bought Perry Porter's uh, album on vinyl as well. Um, what's oh, damn? I forgot the name of Perry's album, and I love that shit. But uh, yeah, and then I pre-ordered this one as well. Let me see what's Perry's joint called. Perry. Anyway, but you know, support your fucking people, man. If you don't, uh, if you don't support your people, man, who the fuck will? You know what I mean? We all want to be propped up, so you know, put some money in your in your folks' pockets, man. 
Um, what else? I think Cam the Mac got new music coming. Yes, Bobby sir. Ross, that was uh, Perry's album. Uh, Cam the Mac has new music coming. He's been teasing on um, on uh, Instagram. I know that. Uh, damn, who else got music coming out? Gab and Blimes album is, is due any day now. They just had um, a placement on on Insecure. Insecure. Yep, and uh, RJ did too. Choice and RJ. Oh yeah, stupid yeah. was in there. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to everybody him. getting placements on TV shows. That's dope. Huge shows too. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> on the mic. Um, who else, man? Um, what's our man's name? Uh, 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 God damn it! What's his name, bro? He just put out the joint. Um, he's uh, I think D Black manages him. Oh, Mafia. Yeah, Mafia. Mafia D and uh, Ralphie Davis. Yep. They got a joint they just put out. Yeah, Ralphie, Dav- Ralphie Davis just dropped Quarantine. Yep. Go check that out. Um, Mafia got a new single called Get It Together. Um, shoot, uh, fire sh- uh, fire video shoot. So there's people working. And um, Carrie Stacks got something coming out with um, a famous rapper from L.A. So um, I think it's uh, Seattle to L.A. It's something, something, I can't remember exactly the title of it, but. They got some stuff coming out. So there's some local projects that you guys need to tap into and check out, especially in this quarantine time, and um, go download them, stream them, buy them. Support your local artists. When they blow up, you're going to say you know them anyway. So. Yep, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> so you might as well go listen to their shit. Javon just put out some music, um, but I think it's just like a beat thing. I don't think that it's a actual... Um, I'm into that type of stuff, though. I love instrumentals. I love beats. Yeah, I think, it's, so, just, yeah. I think it's just instrumentals, but uh, that shit's hard. Uh, I forgot the name of it. I think it exists on Spotify, I think it was, or his SoundCloud. But he put some shit out, and Javon's dope, man. Yeah, uh, he's one of the. He's a he's a really good lyricist. Uh, I love a lot of his uh, his references. Um, he watches a lot of cartoons. He plays a lot of video games. Uh, I think he had like some great Pokemon. Like it's a reference to Pokemon. This new joint that he just put out. Uh, so if you guys have the opportunity to go tap in and listen to that, um, please come again and do their thing, man. Uh, PCA, they're doing a, a lot of really big things. Um, again, I know we've talked about them on the podcast before, but. Um, uh, Jay Pender, yeah, Grammy Award winning, Justin Pender, underrated, yeah, very underrated. Uh, Stasia just put out um, Stasia. Well, I won't say the satisfaction Stas anymore, the but boss. yeah, man, Stas the boss. She put out uh, a new project. I actually got to get that. You can only find it on Bandcamp, I believe. Yeah. So again, you know, it's eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine. You know, spend the money with your people, man. Stop putting money into you know other people's accounts and other people's hands to go yeah. spend money and, and grab people's shit. I know uh Tim Four Rise was just featured on uh, a new uh uh a new what's the Tim, what's the word I'm looking for? A new project it was somebody's what's the word I'm looking for? Like you bring a bunch of people's shit together. In collaboration? Um collaboration, but there's another name for it as well. He, I, don't know, I don't know, man, but he was a part of somebody's collaborative project. I still gotta check it out. There's a lot of really good shit coming out and Rogers is supremely talented. Um so yeah. I don't know any any other music. Um, Anybody? Not that I'm, not that I can speak of right now. I know some people's working on some things. Um, I can't really put the names to them yet, as far as what they're doing. But I know a few people that's working on some projects. So when it's come time, I'll announce it on the episode. Okay. Cool. No worries. Ooh, I'm getting a call right now. Actually, how's Paris just calling? Okay. Ask her about the blanket. She might have heard what I said. Oh, ears burning? Yeah, ears burning. Oh, yeah. Who's talking about me? <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was me. All right. It is I. It is I. It's twin um. power. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that real? Is yeah. that a real thing? Yeah. Like twin intuition? Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Telepathy, like something like that? Or I mean, however. Yeah. Um, I've been through some things where I felt 
he been through some things. I felt I kind of felt when he was in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, I got stabbed in my leg. He felt it. So certain things. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what that connection that is. Weird. Yeah, that's super weird. Yeah. And this shit was hurting. He was like, "Bro, my leg's killing me right now." I'm like, "Oh well, I'm healing, nigga." So <laughs> I'm taking you, taking some of you to heal me. Shit. Uh, that <laughs> might be real. Th- I mean, obviously, it is a real thing. I just wonder what the connection is, like that metaphysical connection, like that. Yeah, man, come out the same time. Shit. Yeah, that's some fucking tight. Things. Yeah. I wish I had a twin. Everybody says that shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's you know it's annoying to hear. Hey, man, how's it to be a twin? I mean, him always say, "I don't know what it's not like." So. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> that shit's annoying, bro. It is. How I can, like I can imagine. Twin? How would you like to be? Bro, you guys chill out, man. Just relax, man. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah, just live, live your life. That's what's different about me and him. We're twins, but we have, you know, differences. We have some similarities, but we have differences. And we're two different people, so. Right. You know, we ain't um, dressing the same and doing all that. Trying to finish these other sentences. That shit's whack, bro. Like, um, Morris like, twins, like the niggas in the league who got like, oh yeah, Marcus and Marquise or whatever. They got all the same tags, yeah. and all the same rides, yeah. And, yeah. and they got the same mental issues too. Them niggas need hugs. <laughs> the niggas is in the league angry. <laughs> yeah, they hella mad. Yeah, millionaire, angry millionaires are just dumb. Like dog, they came in as a goon squad. Yeah, you guys, we've been tough. Somebody for it, said when they was at, I think they were at Kansas. Yeah, like if you fight one, you got to fight the other one yeah. too. Like, calm down. Yeah, that's cool. Fuck that's you, cool. mad for it, dog. Take a chair to your shit. So. <laughs> Hit you upside the head with a chair. Oh yeah, you're six eight, bro. Yeah, there's yeah. only so many things. Two of you niggas. Yeah, it's not gonna be a fair fight. It's not gonna be a fair fight. Yeah, man. my dad. That's my dad. When we were younger, he was like, you know, I, they make guns for niggas like you. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> Fan, what, was, what did Shannon Sharp say? He said something about just when you're a certain size, you you you're shooting nigga size. Yeah, yeah, like, shooting nigga size. Hey, listen, that's hella funny. But you could just go on with your words, or you could just try to touch me and see what happens. <laughs> I got a question for both of you guys. So I always hear that, um, you know, after you break up with somebody, you know what I mean? Uh, you break up with somebody, you don't care what they do, right? Did we talk about this? Did we talk about this? You break up with somebody, you don't care what they do. Or you're, right. suppo- you're supposed to not care what they do. Yeah. But realistically, you guys still be in contact, right, for like the first maybe month, maybe two months, you it know? It's fresh, bro. You still be trying, you know, it depends on who left who or what's going on. You're still trying to reach out, still checking on them. You had a routine, mm-hmm. so you got to break that routine. So it's just, you know, it, it ain't just it's over like that. You so know? so how honest are you after the breakup? Like, so that first, like, 30 to 60 days, you guys break up, and you, you, you might be out doing your thing. How honest are you with your, your ex? About Honest about what, though? I mean, just, you know, so like you start talking Some to somebody else. their business no more. Got you. If you don't want to be with me, I mean. Bingo. That's how that's how I take it because I've been in that situation where I've been left and it's been like, I'm still trying to be with you, but you don't want to be with me. That's cool. But then you're kind of like, worry about what I'm doing. Yeah. Or where I'm at. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, um, you can stay with me for that. Like, Remember what happened last year at the hookah spot? Oh me and you was there? Yeah. And that was crazy. Yeah. Like yeah, That was wild. I'm telling you. So just a, a little bit of transparency. <laughs> last year, me and my ex probably spent the first three months broken up lying to each other. I'm lying. I think I know you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you're coming in with these scenarios like, what if or would you or how would you feel if? Yeah. Like, nigga, you're lying. Yeah. And I'm lying too. So, somebody said, I had this, damn, who did I have this conversation with? Uh, it was one of the homies and they said, uh, you know, if you care, we still be together. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I'm lying still. But at the same time, still none of their business if we ain't together. Well, yeah, of course. But so. I mean, you know, for me, I feel like an emotional obligation to like still be, you know, attached, connected. Maybe that's what went wrong. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Several, several times. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? Even with um, going through, I went through a brain on my ex, it was just kind of like, it was, okay, you know, it's going to be hard. I'm still trying. I just think whoever's trying has it worse. Whoever's yeah, man. back, they don't. 
Well, so my ex was laid back, like she didn't give a fuck, not a lot. But then, like time went on, she was doing more, like, "Hey, what's going on?" Or, mm-hmm. "What you doing?" Or, "What you here?" I'm like, "The fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, like it's about my kid or not. You know what I'm saying? Right, because right, right. I done already hurt hella ago. <laughs> like, right, yeah, yeah. You should have been hurting with me or trying to reconcile with me. Come but on. Now, now you're trying to see what's up. I don't want to be friends with you, bro. We're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, and that's the one. I, I hit a chick with that one. She was like, I'm glad we, we can still be friends. So we're not friends. No, we're not friends at all. Yeah. That hurt that I felt already, I got that out of my system. Yeah. Like, we, so we're not no. really friends. Like, I had to do that on my own. You didn't walk with me. Right. You know, like, well, my situation, like, she just left. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know. Till this day, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Or what's wrong or what I could have did to fix it, you know? So um, I think it was many things. It might have been things I did, but also... Her, her culture and what she went through, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How she was with her people. So, I mean, I think it's a multiple things, but then it's like you're being cold at the breakup. You're cold, ice cold. Everything's cold. And then time goes on, you're trying to be buddy and cool. I'm like, nah. Hell nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, you're mad that I'm good? Like, I'm not trying to be friends with you and yeah, be buddy buddy? Yeah, yeah, That happens. Nah, there's nothing extra going on. You're, you you fucked it off, so. Right. Enjoy. I, um, and people... Let me say this real fast. People take what I say on this podcast way too serious. Like, I know I joke a lot. Yeah, it's your podcast, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, I give you some of my truths, but I also joke, hella. You know what I'm saying? So people be like, you know how, how many people hit me with the in the inbox? Oh, I got the 40. Hella people said that shit to me this week off a joke that I made. Just, you know, people don't take this shit too serious. All right? It's, it's, it's jokes a lot of times. Um, but if we break up, man, and um, at this point, because I learned my lesson from the last shit, like, if we break up, I don't have to tell you nothing. You know what I mean? I don't have to lie to you, but, you know, I, all I have to say is put the disclaimer, hey, bro, it's, like like bro said, you know, if you care, we still be together. If you really gave a fuck about what I was doing and, you know, how I was and all that, we, excuse me, we make this thing work. So why care now? That's, that, yeah. that'd be my question. I Thank think you. it's, I think it's just on some, just, you know, just a human nature thing, like, everybody wants to be in control. And yeah. when you're doing those check-ins and, oh, how's this person doing? To me, that's just like a form of control. And just back to the original question, like, yeah. I mean, it just depends on how y'all break up. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of the breakups I've been through or just have experienced, there ain't no talking. They're not healthy for a future relationship. They're not talking. Yeah. We're not talking because usually it's me being on some cat shit. Yeah. And they don't necessarily want to hear from me. So it's like, hey, I don't care what you're doing. You don't care what I'm doing. So we just kind of split. Yeah. But that yeah. shit kind of sucks, though, because, you know. As much as people might not act like it, niggas need closure too. No, that, yeah. no, I, I hate niggas when dudes don't. I don't need to know. I I got to know. <laughs> yeah. I want to know because I would want to fix it. You know, what I'm saying if I can, but then also, let me learn something. Let me learn what I did. That's how the way I'm gonna learn is knowing what either I did or what you did and how to handle situations. You know, so that's what's so fucked up about you know that that relationship. It ended with no. There's no closure. No closure. Like 2020. Yeah, no not closure. getting no closure, man. Is is uh, it's a dangerous thing, and I think that you know a lot of times women like. Look at us and say, you know, well, what they they try to assume what we don't need. Yeah, you know what I'm saying emotionally, right? Like, yo, like this fucked me up too. Like, we were together for yeah. X amount of time. Yeah, you was my partner. I seen you every day. I cared about you. I met your family. Your Bet friends. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> or some type of punishment not giving me closure. No, right? that's what that's yeah. what that's why I got that's the lesson I learned from mine. So you're basically trying to punish me. Yeah, you see how much I care. You're trying to run me into the mud because you're hurt. Yeah, whatever you're hurt by, talk to me though. Right, you know what I'm saying? I can help yeah. you heal. I'll let you go on about your life and all that, but it'd be better if you talked to me, but you wanted to do the tough shit, mm-hmm. the cold hearted shit to try to hurt me. And all it did was make us not cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not cool with having a kid, not cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So um that's definitely something that happens to more to men more often because like some women just don't think we need that. Like you don't think we're 
No, I'm thinking about you too. I'm wondering how you're doing or what we could fix and you know, if it's even possible to do so, but you're not trying to express that. You're just trying to try and stand tall, you know, and be the woman you're like that shit's out sometimes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You gotta break down and let a man see who you are. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what it is you want. Don't, you don't, don't, throw, like. don't throw up all this strength now. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Over. And then feel like a woman later and want to be sweet and all that later. Because I'm not accepting that shit. Yeah. There's some exes from hell I see just out in the streets. And, and you know, um, my problem with relationships was I didn't I didn't know how to really give closure. You know? How to give closure? Yeah. Okay. How, you know, how to talk about what was going on. So as I got older, I got better with it. But the ones from that time when I was like early 20s and shit, you know what I'm saying? It's bad now, you know what I'm saying? Where I see it's like, hey, you know, hey, mm-hmm. hey, how you doing? Oh, good to see you and all that. That shit's out because I didn't know how to give closure. And also at that time, I was dealing with women who were fighting for me, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I wasn't there. You got fought you know for what I'm saying? Yeah, women fight for you? That's a long time ago, bro. I'm Is just saying. Times? No, 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 not like that. No, you're talking about just yeah. <laughs> no, hope, no, hopefully not. Yeah, like feelings and wanting to be with me. You know, what I'm saying that happened. You know, somebody, shit. somebody fought for you. Yeah, how did feel? Neither one of my baby moms did. Did you feel loved? <laughs> it was the women I don't have kids with. So, wait, did you feel loved? Did you uh, feel appreciated? It felt good, but I was also at an age where I was like, I'm young and out here. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I never had no woman fight for me, John. So. You sure? Oh, I'm positive. Right. I bet you just didn't. You just no, see, because see, people, some people receive shit differently. You know, nah, I've, I, 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 I look, brother, I guarantee you. I've read um, the love languages, and um, a lot of that's true to me. How people receive different shit, and some things become um, like affection. Some people love words. Some people love reassurance. Mm-hmm. So uh, people receive things differently. So I, I believe somebody had to fight for you, bro. I don't think so. I've had women tell me that they were interested in me. And maybe I just wasn't as interested, so then everything stopped. You know that. See, that happens though. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm yeah. not. I'm not tripping on that. I'm just saying, but somebody fight for you, like you know, the relationship's over, and they're like, yeah. I really want to be with you. Like, I really like yeah. fucking with you. I don't want to lose you, type shit. Yeah, I never had that. Yeah, there was one. I let it get away. See, <laughs> we all, hey, we all, I got. I don't know. Hey, I got a couple. That we had that away. talk. We already had that talk. But yeah, yeah. I, I've had that. I told you, know, you I need to move to Arizona. Hop flight, nigga. <laughs> I'm out there. Someone, this girl I was talking to was like, oh, you already got the girl in Arizona, so you don't need to talk to me. Okay, well, thank you for listening to the podcast. She's, she's scorned. <laughs> she's scorned. What did Ronnell say? He said, uh, if you got to tell some people you're you're not disturbed or... Oh, you, oh if, you say, if you say you're unbothered, that means if you're hella bothered. You're bothered. If yeah. you got to tell someone you're unbothered, you're, you're bothered. You're, yeah, you're bothered. And you're taking the time to let it be known. Let it be known. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, yeah nah. Sunk. I want to be I want to be fought for. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Come fight for me. Fight, fight for Reese. Pick, pick your sword and your shield. <laughs> We're about to do a show. Fuck that. Not the Dayton Ronalds. We're about to do a Come on. No, I'm trying to. Hey, no. I'm trying to get this nigga, bro. I'm trying to get the uh, winner date with really popping. This nigga trying to get me on camera, bro. I, first off, I'm ugly as fuck. Like, the haircut game is bad right now. Don't do that, So he bro. was trying to put me on camera looking like a homeless man. You know what I'm saying? So, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not. About to get on there. Don't but, do that, but man. Maybe, but maybe, man. It could be you, it could you and somebody's daughter. And things been uh out here. It's been good. It's been good with somebody's daughter right now. So oh, how's that working out? It's cool. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That's nice, man. And, you know, I ain't looking for shit, bro. No, 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 that's cool. It's too much out here already. And then you bitches might be sick with this COVID. Shit. Out here slanging his meat everywhere and don't give a fuck about. I like shit. her by the way. She's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, she's. Dope. It's cool. Little change of pace. Yeah, See, that's tight. Yeah. I thought I had something, and then I. I had to look at my review, realized I didn't have it. I was like, oh, man. Was that a speed bump? Yeah, but I had wasted my time and shit. Boop, boop. <laughs> Ladies, fight for me. 
Fight for Reese. Fight for I'm about to start the hashtag. Hashtag. Fight for Reese. I'm about to tweet it right now, actually. He's never been fought for. We need a we need to fight for Reese. Yeah, man, I've never been fought for, man. I just think that women just look at me and be like, oh, he don't have no feelings. He be wilding. He be telling his whole stories on the podcast. He don't care about women. Well, so Codis, if we all sat in a in an auditorium and it was just it was just everything out in the open, there'd be so many whole stories going on around this motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I don't understand, bro. Like, um, everybody just had their chance to speak. Everybody had a little whole moment in their life where you and see, and I, I enjoy people's whole stories. Yeah, that's funny. I really do. Yeah, just because it's like, okay, this is what you've been through. But I say that <laughs> I had a dream that me and this young lady I used to be with had got back together, mm-hmm. and she started telling me her whole stories. I couldn't handle it. This is what you've been doing since we broke up. You've been out here doing all this. Yeah, it was a dream. I had to get it. I had to wake up. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, <laughs> snap the fuck out of it. Wake up. Get, get your wake ass up. up. Yeah, like yeah. It. Nah, couldn't handle it. Even in my sleep. I, was like, nah, bro. I can't handle this. I love you, girl. You're so innocent in my eyes. No, for real. Niggas always feel like in my relationships, I was like the dirtbag. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I always thought that I had the most stories and shit. And it wasn't even like a lot of shit with them, but it was like they tell me a story and I'd be like, oh, you know, that's nothing. Yeah, that, but see, that's one thing that women say that I do find true. Men can't handle women's past. No. The women's supposed to handle a man's no. past. I can't. I can't know somebody was slamming your head up against the wall. Well, see, it's, it's, <laughs> those regular stories don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if it was them in a relationship or whatever yeah, of it was. Of course, you don't fucking do things yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can do some nasty yeah. shit with whoever you was with, yeah. right? And that's and that's cool. Like, I just accept all that. But if you were just out here thotting and bopping, yeah. if you was out here moving like I was moving, fam, I did a rundown. Damn, I, I don't want to say this. <laughs> it's already, already uh, Word it differently. Word it differently. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> nigga says K. Fuck. <laughs> How can I? I'm t- <laughs> nigga said K. <laughs> I, I took account of uh, how many people I connected Poor. with. You said what? Huh? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> I took account of how many people I connected with last year. All right. Like I was a little ashamed of myself. <sighs> last year alone? Yeah. This one, and that's 2019, right? Yes, sir. All right. You was in a relationship half of that year, right? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I had some moments, man. All right. But I look back at like the shit that happened and like the shit that I did, and I was just like, God damn, man. What was I? I was lost. Um, I don't know. I think we are supposed to be where we're supposed to be. That's really how I feel. Yeah. 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 Supposed to be, so we go through things, you know, um, that might help us or might hurt us. But I really feel like we feel lost, but we was in the right motherfucking place at the right time. Yeah, we're just getting it out. Yeah, yeah, just getting it out. And I and I realize that you can't fuck through the pain. No, nah. People yeah. think that it's most. You do catch feelings when when uh, you know you have good sex with somebody, but as far as having real emotions and real no, it's like really natural. That's a natural thing. And it was and there were all situations that I could just easily walk away from. Yeah, you know, and no disrespect to those young ladies. Yeah, they you cried in the shower, and that's why your karma is like it is. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Nah. It was curled <laughs> up in the corner. Just, uh, nah, man, it was just, it, it just, you just got to realize, like, what serves you and what doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I had a conversation with one of the, oh, I thought he was laughing at me. Um, I had a conversation with uh, <laughs> one of the young ladies the other day, and we were just talking, and, I, and she was just like, how come it didn't turn into nothing? And I was just like, it just wasn't for me. And I had to be honest about it, you know? It, it wasn't for me. You were cool and all that, you know what I mean? And you did some things that, you know, like I wasn't too, you know, fond of or whatever, but like it just wasn't for me. And that's why I don't hit you up for sex and shit now because I don't want to waste your time yeah. doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like, sure, man. That's a, because shit, I'm, I'm in a relationship, but back when I was single and stuff, that's the hardest part. That was the hardest part to me is just breaking it down, saying, hey, this is why. 
we're not yeah, yeah, yeah. doing this or that and you know maybe thinking about somebody else's feelings too much or whatever but that always seemed the hardest part and and it, and it would bite me in the ass sometimes no too. no mm-hmm. it definitely yeah. will but also i think um, ladies gotta take the account of being responsible for what they're doing mm-hmm. you know with their feelings or with their you know what i'm saying because i had a girl um recently you know, we talked about her not too long ago mm-hmm. so it's been like a decade it's been hella since i've even seen her um or as far as fucked with her and so she hit me and then um she's about kicking it i'm like uh I don't know. Yeah. She's like, well, would it be on some just like right now shit or like, you know, would you want to be with me? I was like, um, I ain't seen you in 10 years. I ain't talked to you in 10 years. I ain't got nothing for you. So whatever you're missing from somebody else, it's not, you're not going to get it here. You're not going to get it here. Yeah. yeah so I can't feel whatever that boy is yeah, that you're looking for. Your, I'm not even going to play. Because realistically, you're looking, you're just looking for me to be a slot filler exactly. for somebody else. And you got to recognize that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got to know your worth, King. Yeah. No, I've been younger to where I've been that nigga, like, making girls happy that I was unhappy with somebody else and shit. You know, yeah. just feeling voids and shit, and it'll leave you drained, and then leave you hating girls. You know, that's, that's why. on some And that's on some ego shit, too, yeah. to know that I could, you know, like, he's not taking care of his bitch. Like, I'm going to slide in. I'm going to, yeah. you know, do X, Y, Z to impress her or whatever. That's just on some ego shit, though. You know what I'm saying? And... Once I realized, like I said last year, I had those moments a couple times, and it was just like this girl, these girls are in, we're laying in the bed together talking about our exes together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking is not Tylenol, and I had to realize that like it's not Tylenol, it's not morphine, not none of that shit. Like okay, you know what? Then I just started telling chicks come over, just come spend the night, just come lay in this bed with me, just come cuddle, just I just need a body here. Hold me tight. Yeah, bro. That's when I started buying more pillows. <laughs> After that. Little Jolie mama say, hold me. Then I thought I found something, tight. and then I realized I didn't find what I thought I found. I'm not. That's your business. So. I'm just saying. She keep trying to like, hey, what's up? Or just comment on shit. Like, no, don't do that. Stay over there. Stay. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, she's a beautiful piece of shit. That's how I put it. Nice. Yeah, beautiful yeah. piece of shit. Yep. And that's the darkest chick that I've talked to in the past year. She's not so. even dark like that, bro. So you still don't count. She's so a dark. what is dark to everybody? She's like his color. She's not. She's lighter than Alex. Bro. Nah, she's not. Yes, she is. No, she isn't, bro. She was hella foundation. <laughs> her face and neck are darker than her titties. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> her face and neck are I've darker than her titties. I've seen her with no makeup on, G. I'm pretty sure she was pale. Nah. She, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sexualize this, but like, she woke up this nigga's color. Like, it was cool. Woke up this nigga's color. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, yeah, I know, yeah. Reese is a horrible. I'll tell you, dog. He's my friend, but he's a piece of shit. I'm just saying. But yeah, hey, and then you guys got everybody in the world thinking I just like light skin, curly hair chicks. Well, I mean, all jokes aside, while I'm staring this, bro, you know damn well every time I looked at Instagram, looked at the TV, or you said somebody was cute, she was light skin with curls. I don't think that's. And accurate. that just might be your flavor. Your buddy. ex is. That's she's the lightest chick I ever been with in my life. Yeah, she's pale, but she's light skin with curls. <laughs> Transparent. Damn. <laughs> uh, this has been episode. This has been episode sixty nine. Nah, man, it's just hey, someone, somebody said that. I think uh, Unk and Timo, yeah. hit me and was like, "Brother, you got type." Okay, you know, Unk ain't gonna lie to you. Wouldn't try to. But you have a type. But you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's the only relationship that I've been in in the past ten years, even. That's it. So that's all you would see. That's all you would know. But the things you're saying, you luck, but catch your eye. What you look at. You've shown me nothing but light-skinned girls with curly hair. That's not true. Actually, I started seeing some shit the other day. This chick jumped in my DM. Well, the way that the chocolate girl tried to throw you on her bus, I don't know, man. I understand why you have a you have this thing against the uh, chocolate girl. I love them. I know. She tried to roast you, bro. It's funny, bro. Yeah. 
You See? avoid a woman and don't want to sleep with her, and then she tells everybody that she was. She, oh yeah, bro, yeah, that shit's horrible. We, I, I spoke about that situation, and um, she tried to, because then after that she listened to the podcast, like yeah. after the whole. Drama oh, she heard shit. the house is dirty, so that's what happened. Yeah, she. Yeah. I was like, who's this? Oh, it's the dark skin chick, and I was just like, oh, okay, what's up? Yeah, she oh tried, shit, she tried she, to go that route. Yeah, she said, "Come at me, bro." Yeah, <laughs> and I told you, you I detailed. I, I told so you guys are unaware, and I'm not gonna speak too publicly on it because because she looks like a pig. See, man, I didn't say that. What? I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> <laughs> <Also>, that. Mm. <laughs> uh, I just say this, man. Women hate hearing no just as much as men hate hearing no. And also the fact of that you, that women also don't like when you like their friend. I've experienced that. Yeah, yeah. times yeah. where it's like you're throwing yourself at me, but I'm avoiding you, literally but, dodging you because somebody you know I hang with, I really won't. You know what I'm saying? And they did not like that shit. But I wonder what the whole, I, I mean, I'm, excuse me, I still got to ask, like, what was that whole thing about? You know what I mean? Like, you really tried to throw me under the bus. No, yeah, and that was cold. That you was cold. really, and now, like, unprompted, though. And I took every precaution to not come on to you, to not make you think like I was there to, you know, Absolutely. do anything extra. Yeah. I let you know about your friend that I like. You know what I'm right. saying? And also that, hey, that's who I want. Man, what should I do? Even to getting her gifts and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's why it was just her being hurt because you didn't come over there throwing penis around and. But I just wondered with the whole, you know, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I just wasn't. You know what I mean? Like I said, women get told no. Women have egos too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like, bro, I done been called scary. I, I done called, called, called scary. All that shit. I'm pressure. telling you, I done been called scary and all that shit. I don't know. Yeah. They'll put you under pressure. Yeah. Pressure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I saw just when's. I said no the other day. Yeah. And then she was like, fine, then. I guess you just don't want to deal with a strong woman. Listen, man, don't start that. We're going to run over time if we start that shit. Because that that's, shit right that's there, what I got hit with. I was like, nah, That I'm really cool. grinds my gears. Yeah. But so like, I'm weak because you're a so-called strong woman, and I don't want to know. You might be a fucking mental patient. Like, you don't know how you're coming off. Right. Because you're used to this. There's a girl I think is gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? I dated her. I was with her a while ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm mm-hmm. talking about as a friend, perfect. Right. In a relationship, so, but not just with me, with every man she's been with. So it's something with her, but she just won't get, she's not getting it. something she need to grow, somewhere she need to mature. And so she literally, I'm talking about every time we talk, it's shit talking. Yeah. It's talking shit. And she literally doesn't get that. You need to grow somewhere because you're going to tell me you made a mistake with me. Okay, we had our bad times. Right. But you did that shit 10 times with 10 different people. Yeah, it's I don't know. There's something wrong with you. And you're beautiful. See, I want to work and all that. The okay. common denominator is who? And see, and that's Hello? why I keep saying. I keep saying that about. My two thumbs. Her. You get looked at two ways. The ladies that get cheated on in every relationship, every relationship you get cheated on, you probably should do a little bit of looking inward, either at the dudes that you're choosing or. How you treating the men or how you're doing. Yeah. All that. How you're yeah. moving. All that. So, like. Or just accept the fact that all niggas cheat, and now you just got to deal with that. Well, all niggas don't cheat. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if 100 of your relationships taking, have ended because somebody's cheated, you just have to. Hey man, look. Look, look at, at it yourself too. Don't just blame somebody, but look at yourself, and not even just saying you're supposed to go out your way to keep somebody from cheating, but also, who is you as a person? How is he carrying himself? How is he treating this person? But um, it definitely goes both ways with that shit, man. I'm trying to tell you, it's it's a thing that a lot of women don't like talking about because they're supposed to be the na- the nurturers and the lovers. Mm-hmm. But there's some women like that too. I definitely want to use that excuse and say, "Oh, I um, 
I was going through something. I was young, you know. I was like, yeah. I was young too. I, I had was to going through something too. Like, well, I had to talk with the homegirl the other day, and she was like, every time I cheated, it was on accident. So I don't count that. Yeah, you just slipped and fell on penis. I don't. That that oh, shit gets on my nerves. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I hate that I was young. Shit. Yeah. And shit. So was I. And yeah. Then, <laughs> you see me after me being young, you still gonna hold it against me? Yeah. I bitch, we're the same age. Literally. What are you talking about? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. The same fucking age, going through the same thing. And I bitch, we six months apart. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the same shit in different ways. Yeah. yeah. Different ways. So it's it's a look, that's another conversation though, man. We'll go on forever. I just I just don't like the whole um men can't handle a strong woman thing. Yeah. I just don't like that. The the conversation that I've been seeing lately, and it was interesting to see like people weigh in on it, is uh can a man handle a woman who makes more money than him? Or like or yeah, uh, can a man handle a woman who makes more money than him? And then the other the follow up to that was um rich dudes look at poor women, but Rich women don't look at poor dudes. I believe I seen that one. I believe that one. Like a rich know. dude, he would date. I don't know if a woman that got hella money gonna fuck with dude that's Depends far as on the level. person. We yeah, know, but person. we know some, we know some women that really that are really get in the bag. We know some women that are really get in the bag. And they are they able to have a stable relationship? Yeah, I don't want to say I don't want to say the name, but if I say the name, you'll know exactly who I'm talk what I'm talking about. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, there, but there's a couple though, and I fuck with some women, and I know I ain't shit. I fuck with some ones uh, that had the bag. Yeah, I mean, like. Even in this past twelve months, yeah, it's like yo, they, and they sought me out. Reese, what's popping? How are you? Yeah, can I come over? You guys have a game night? Oh, cool. I'll come through. You know what I mean? And really get into it. Yeah, and like, I make a decent amount of money, but I'm not shit still. They yeah. definitely out earned me. This one chick made almost three times what I was making. Yeah, I'm like, what are you, what are you looking at me for? And my thing is like, does it is it one of those things like where, you know, like high school or college or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the whiter the Asian girls dating a black guy just because it's experimental time. But when it's time right. to really settle down, mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck with an Asian or a white dude. <laughs> and the same thing. Like, if you broke or if you rich, it might just be a project fucking with this poor person. Yeah. Could and be. it might just be, you know, I'm going to mess with you just yeah. for a little bit. But when it's time to really, you know, spread this wealth and share this wealth, I'm going to pick somebody who might be a little closer. Yeah. To I've seen that. I mean, we've all seen that, obviously. Yeah. I just think that a lot of, because a lot of the women were like, yeah, like, you know, I don't mind messing with a man who makes less than me. You know, I think they, they have a little bit more uh, practicality to them. They know that they've worked hard to get to where they're at. Yeah. You know, and a lot of women said a dating pool is slim, like the yeah, higher they go. And she wants this minimum wage dick. Hey, you gonna give it to her? You gonna get this? You gonna get this? Seven twenty-five below hundred, hundred thousand dollars dick. <laughs> push it to the limit, man. <laughs> give her the stimulus package. Give her the stim- I'm gonna stimulate her soul. Yeah, bro. Uh, I mean, I just, I'm a, and I'm gonna say who the, the girl's name. We get off mic, and as soon as I say her name, you can be like, oh, okay, yeah. I probably have something dumb to say after, but go ahead. Nah, you could you like I say I know you fuck with her. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like yeah. she's mad cool people, and another there's a couple of them. Uh, not I can name a couple. All right, bro. You right do your now. thing. Let's make sure we... Um... One was a little... Nah, let me not, because... All right. And I, w- and I would love to shoot my shot. Okay. Even though I'm not shit, I would love... Boy... You got to think better of yourself, man. You got to think better of yourself. No, this one's a little thing. I'm saying you say you're not shit. I say you got to think better of yourself. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. I should probably start talking about myself better. Yeah, for sure. At some point. Well, yeah, okay. Anyway, you got anything else? Anybody got anything? Man, shout out my guy Al, man. We go back many moons, man. Um, he's a teacher now, man. He's a always a good dude, stand-up dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Real reserved guy, but, you know, he got a lot to say. He got a good heart. So, appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, man, good looking out to us. y'all. Let me come through and talk a little shit and just speak something, be a part of the experience. Because, shoot, man. No, for real. All we're doing is just sharpening each other. Yep. Yeah. Like I told you earlier, bro, I appreciate you, you know, helping foster and shepherd these youth. 
you know, because that's a job that some parents don't even want to do. No, you know what I mean? And here you are working from home, you know what I mean, in the midst of a, a global pandemic, still trying to make sure that your students have what they need. He even offered a uh, homework package for summer. Yeah. So oh, that was yeah, I sure did. Just, yeah, yeah. Just off the strength, just because, you know, like, it just is something that's just become important, just like really trying to get the youth to understand and get the youth to kind of break the systems that we spoke of earlier mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the cast. So, shoot. Just if I could do my little part, I know that it ain't going to happen right away. I yeah. was just telling my mom, just like, Mom, you can have all this faith, but I know the systems. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, shit ain't going to change. Like right now. Think, yeah, yeah. Just because right. the corona's <sighs> exposing people, that don't mean something's going to change about because it really has to be like a systematic change. So if I could throw my... If I could throw my rock in the ocean or whatever, yeah, exactly. Lake Washington, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it be, yeah, Union, well. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right. And, you know, if it catches traction, I know it will. It just is, you know, for the ones I reach, I reach. And I'm not going to take it personal when I can't reach them, yeah. when I can't right. reach certain students because everybody can't be reached, yeah. you know. Right. And, no, mad love. Thank you all. No, of course. You, of course. Shout out Big O, man. Thank you. Shout out to O. Oh, yeah, thank yeah, you, sir. Yeah, you know My man came here banged up today. Yeah, <laughs> going. I do like this setup though. Oh, this setup is nice. Yes, sir. We are six feet apart. We are working on this. <laughs> if you guys couldn't hear it, all right, because you're in the mics right now. We are actually handling the situation very well. Remember to fight for Reese. All fight right? for Reese. Hashtag, Hashtag fight coming for soon. Fight Come for on. Reese. He needs to know that he's loved and cared about ladies. You know, he's a real good dude. I saw my back. Great ribs. father. I've been in my back ribs in a long time. A he's a hell of a guy, man. Hey, man, man I'm trying to. The Wayne, the Wayne Manor days are behind him. You know, he's just trying to be better. <sighs> <laughs> Don't go out and look at that hashtag because you're going to see some <laughs> fucked up pictures. Jeez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah, man, the days, man. No, but this is episode 69, man. Appreciate everybody taking time to listen in this uh, crazy time and uh, era. If you got anything you want to hear, just uh, send them some messages on Twitter, Instagram, or hit us up. Let know what topics you want us to reach and uh, touch on because it's so much to talk about in this time. It would be really, really nice to hear from people and see what you want to hear. So Yeah, and please make sure that you guys rate, review, and subscribe to us. On all the platforms, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcast, and uh, SoundCloud. We're trying to get on Tidal. That is a battle. But, you know, you got to make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, wait, real quick. Two seconds, real fast. You guys see the make the stallion pictures today? The one where she says she's putting her jeans on? Yeah. Yeah, I want to bite her butt cheek. Yeah, that woman's perfect. <laughs> yeah, she's. I wanna... Oh, you ain't seen it? Oh, yeah. I'll pull it up, brother. We, yeah, yeah. We I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'm going I'm to look at it by myself. <laughs> Four arms gonna hurt. By the butt cheek. <laughs> I love her, man. Yeah. All right, man. If you guys haven't go look at Meg's pictures because they are amazing. She's fucking hot. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Like I said, Black's uh, album comes out this. Oh, Sunday's Mother's Day. Sunday's Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers. All my out mothers. There. All my yeah. real mothers out there. All the mothers. Don't. Never mind. I'm just leave with some peace here, please. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So celebrate, celebrate all the moms. You ladies are amazing. You guys are making it happen. You know. Um, Dude, I want to go there. Um, but, yeah, so we appreciate you. I know that you ladies are loved and continue to uh, shed light, you know, and, and uh, provide love to your children. But that's it. This is episode 69 of The Reese Show. We are out of here. Fight for Reese. Fight. <laughs> Fight for fucking Reese. That shit got to catch on. <laughs>